0: Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. This is Dan. We're going to be going over a lot of things in this episode. One of them, things that make us uncomfortable. I can tell you right off the bat something that makes me uncomfortable. Introducing Moses to the podcast. You never know what he's going to say. Moses, how you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. I am living a dream. Perfect.
2: Perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another thing we're going to be talking about, it's been all over the news for the last couple of months. Free speech, where do you hit the limits, this, that, and the other thing.
2: Justin, sir.
3: Oh, baby. I, I am just so excited to get into this
2: minefield of a topic. I love it. Let's do it. And George Lee here, a speech activist. Very excited to be here and just dive deep into this topic that I am very, very passionate about. But before we get going, we talk about food a lot here. So let me tell
0: you about one of the best places around. Head over to Stonefire Grill in Beachwood and enjoy the best wings in Ocean County. Whether it's date night or just headed to the bar to watch the game, Stonefire's atmosphere and delicious menu will leave you impressed. I'd also like to take this time to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Rumble, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. If you are on YouTube and Rumble, smash that like button, leave us a comment, Share this video with your friends and get in on the conversation by joining us on social media at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, guys, we're going to be tackling a pretty controversial issue. Don't know why it's so controversial. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. it's the foremost right of any, and I'm going to say this probably a lot in this episode, (laughs) any classical liberal society. You have the ability to speak your mind, worship freely, defend yourself, this, that, and the other thing. The foremost right out of all of that is to speak Freely And recently, on college campuses, that has come under fire, whether it's people going there to speak, you know, do a lecture or a presentation of some of some sort, and then having the event canceled. Or just recently, when two out of three presidents of, you know, three particular institutions, Harvard, UPenn, and MIT, resigned. Now, some of that had to do with, you know, it was tying into, you know, Israel and Palestine and all that. Right. And for the Harvard president, it was also because she plagiarized most of her work. (laughs) But that whole kerfuffle led into kind of a free speech debate. Because a lot of that is dependent on, we'll dive a little bit into this at some point, what is protected speech
2: and what is not protected and speech. And it's, it's an eternal debate. Yes. It's, been, it's it, like heated right now, but it's, it's been going on for forever.
0: It's been going on in this country since pretty much the inception of yeah, this country.
2: Yeah, I should be allowed to say whatever I want to say and you shouldn't be allowed to say things that I disagree with. Yes. That's, that's what it comes down to for most people. So, one thing I really want to, you know, kick this podcast
0: off with in terms of talking about free speech is, we'll go around, I'll ask all you guys, would you consider yourself a free speech absolutist? And Justin, I'll let you uh, answer this first.
3: You know, I would like to say yes, but sometimes I think you need to get punched in the mouth if you say something stupid to somebody. So, like, as an absolutist, like, I'd love to say yes, but I think my brain will always try to find reasons to fuck with myself on that, unfortunately.
1: Moses. Oh, uh, I must admit I'm, I'm taking a bit back because when this was brought up, I thought you were saying uh, free screech. And I didn't know he <laughs> was. I didn't know Dustin Diamond was in any kind of uh, I think litigation. He, he is dead. dead. I, I looked dead. it up. Yeah. And that's what made it even more confusing. <laughs> but uh, I think you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want, because sure, there's going to be consequences like punches in the face. But that's your right, too.
2: Yeah, I'll piggyback on that to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in terms of, because I think that we're talking about two different things. Like your right, like your legal right to say. Oh, whatever yeah, we're a legal want. right for sure? Yeah, as far as legal rights go, yeah, I think that I think that if you allow a government to say what's okay to say and what isn't, then that's a it's an enormously slippery slope. But at the same time, if you say certain things in certain company or wherever the case may be, and somebody, as as it was said, punches you in the nose. Likewise, I don't think that that's always wrong. Mm-hmm. Nor should the <laughs> Government punish the person who's doing the right. punching because there are things that you should be allowed to say, but you should also have to bear the consequences of that. I also think that you should be allowed to do a lot of things in this society, and maybe the government shouldn't be the one to punish you for it. But if the person that you're wronging right. wants to punish you, then that falls within their A, a lot of the big below.
3: questions for me come in like there's definitely separation between that and dealing with the government's oversight and intervention. In
2: exactly, yeah, because then you're you're kind of, when you talk about free speech and, and it kind of alludes to what I was saying before where it's that I think that everything that I'm saying is right and fair, mm-hmm. but if I disagree with you, then what you're saying is inciting violence and wrong. Mm-hmm. So therefore I shut down what you're saying and I allow what I'm saying. So it's it's not really functional to allow any, any like a, in this case, a government to decide who's right and who's wrong because I intrinsically believe that whatever your beliefs are, they're not right or wrong, they're just your beliefs. I like to think that I've got good reasons for saying the things that I say, but I've been wrong a million times. Probably going to be wrong many <laughs> times tonight because I'm drinking some red wine here, so I'm a little bit out of my element. Ooh, and so you're getting that,
1: philosophical, Oh, too. my God. We're going to break this down to the Greeks, baby. <laughs> oh, go Achilles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So one of the things that I mentioned just a bit ago was that two out of the three uh, presidents that testified in uh, a hearing, about um, you know, anti-Semitism and all that. So right. I figured what we can do, play that uh, interaction, it's about three and a half minutes long. Yeah, excellent. And we can uh, react to that. And then we can also talk about how, whether their answers were stupid, you know, on point, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. All right, so let's fire that up.
4: Dr. Kornbluth, yes. does M- at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements, I don't. Get yes or no? Either, so. yeah, that, calling for the genocide of Jews. <laughs> it's not really a yes or no. harassment. <laughs> I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for Intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, yeah. when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. I have questions now. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. That would be um, investigated of, uh, as harassment. I would love to work in the Congress consumer. where you can just
2: ask people super McGill, loaded questions and be a giant douchebag. Does douche
4: calling back to for them the genocide of Jews anything. violate Penn's rules have or on? code they have of conduct? Yes or no?
2: That's lobster. Know. They have lobster. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's the Congress. They're not eating ribs. That's what they're not going to get not their not hands dirty. They have people for that. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what the hammers yeah. for.
4: I am asking specifically: calling for the genocide of Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment?
3: The one guy in the background is falling asleep, you see that? Oh, he absolutely. Oh, oh no, he his eyes for a
0: brief second. Yeah. Well, so it's actually a pretty point-blank yes. question, though. Does that constitute bullying yes. and harassment? I don't know. Does it? Well, it's also it's not according today, to government well Now it's government Jews
2: asking these questions. The context, but also at the same time, they're asking, does that violate the institution's the easiest
4: question to answer yes, Mr. Does it Hill?
2: violate the, the policy of the answer. Yes. So is your testimony if it, that the, it,
4: you will not answer yes? And the if
2: policy presumably says uh, that you can't
4: if or no, you
2: can't call for violence conduct. against you know, X, Y, Z. Yes. I kind the of agree with the person who's being questioned where it is still like in this area of...
4: This is you need an
2: investigation legal. to figure legal. out what the context and what the yeah I mean if you're saying let's go and kill all the juice then yeah. yes it's obviously a call to violence you know um, the other terms that she was using though Intifada means yeah. uprising no yeah. so I would say in that case I mean if you want to be literal then no it's not a call to violence though intifadas yes. were usually calls and Dr. to violence yeah
4: at Harvard,
2: now it's different because when we talk about free speech mm-hmm. free
0: speech is uh as you know in the first amendment is something that the government can't take away from right right yeah. but, when but, you an talk inst- to, but an institution but an institution can and then we can also get into that too because as we t- move on with this conversation there's a lot of people out there that want to you know say that like well, well is dehumanizing you don't get free do speech from corporations or this that and the other thing corporations don't grant you free speech so if you're you saying like a college time. doesn't grant you free speech mm-hmm. or For a corporation can't Jews, grant you free speech,
2: then you're saying there's a loophole in the First, First Amendment. Yeah.
4: Yes or no well,
2: yeah, should you be obligated to – I mean, that goes back to the size of institutions anti-spodic. as well because it's like, you know, if you come into my house – and want to say something that I don't agree with, then I can you know beat the shit out of you. I can kick you out. I can kill you. I can do it all. It is kind of, of matter
3: things. of scale like that. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know. But I mean, if you're Harvard, you know, a name which is like synonymous with this country's educational system. I mean, they're on the scale of government, state governments at least. Um, and yeah, I mean, presumably you've got some more obligations out of that, but you know, I mean, to what degree, it's kind of up to the beholder.
0: Now we were talking over, but it's also kind of like when you say it depends on the context and like the loaded question aside. But if you're saying that within the context, it's okay to say that you do call for the genocide of Jews. Yeah, that's, that's well see, kind of, that's still fucked up. See well, <laughs> this
2: is well fucked up or not. I mean, my take on that would be that if you want to, and this is, I guess this would you know not to jump the gun too much, yeah. but I think that if you think that all Jews should be killed, and that there should be no more Jews on the planet because we killed all of them, then you should be allowed to say that. Why should you be stopped from saying that? That's just a belief system. You know, whether you're right or wrong is irrelevant, and hopefully you don't have enough followers to carry that out. But I think that it's stupid to say that somebody shouldn't be allowed to espouse their beliefs because all that you're doing is pushing that thought underground and militarizing people. People should be allowed to say what they want to say. Now, if you're the head of an institution that's being funded by the government, maybe then there should be more rules attached. I don't agree with, you know, I don't disagree with that concept. But in terms of just saying that people shouldn't be allowed to call for the destruction of a person, um, you know, especially on that grand scale. Now, I would change that answer a little bit if it was, like, a guy who was, like, out on a street corner being, like, let's go and kill John Smith up the road, where it's incredibly targeted towards one person, and the reality of it becomes much more acute. Then I would say, yeah, I mean, there, there probably there should be more rules in involved in that because it could happen so much more easily. But I mean, in terms of just being like, I think that people should be allowed to say, I hate fucking Jews, whites, blacks, what the fuck ever. And they shouldn't exist. Well, there's also, and if like, I had my way, they would be dead. There's you know, also a difference between that.
0: saying you hate somebody and also calling for, you know, the extermination. Yeah. I, I the think that people rent.
2: should be allowed to call now, for the destruction of n- people.
0: Now that is actually covered because in the case that I pulled up here of Brandenburg v. Ohio... No, I don't want to get too dry here because this is not an educational podcast, but just real quick. Strap in. That case created the test for free speech in this particular case of whether the speech creates an imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such such an action. So if you're saying that on a college campus, you know, like if they're screaming like, gas the Joes. Yeah. That's still, covered. That's still covered by the uh, Brandenburg v. Ohio uh, case because it doesn't call for, let's gas the Jews that are right here, right, right yeah. now. Right.
1: Yeah. But isn't that specifically for uh, the government punishing you where the institutions they, say Harvard can punish you if it goes against their – Harvard can punish yeah. you for that. Yeah, They've yeah, got
0: because, their own policy yeah. yes.
1: because they have their own policy. But the government can't because, for you saying yeah. things of yeah, that nature. Can't.
0: They can't throw you in jail for that, essentially.
2: Yeah. Right. And I think that that's, that's I mean, because that's another thing that we have in this country where it's that you've got your own personal property. Yeah. So like that would be, that goes back to what I was saying. Like in my home, I don't necessarily want people saying these things. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, do what I could to not allow that to happen. But in a in a public place or wherever. And likewise, Harvard, I mean, they are, again, they're funded by the government. They're yeah. a giant institution. So I don't want to compare any one of our homes to Harvard. But to apply the same type of reasoning is that if that was completely private, if it was and, you know, on the scale that it was getting the, the the millions and millions of dollars of funding that they get from taxpayers, then I would say, yeah, they should be allowed to make whatever rules that they want. They could be more uh, uh, constrictive than what we already have. They could say, you're not allowed to say any of these things. You're not allowed to say fucking, you know, Debbie Cakes on Tuesdays for all I fucking care. Or likewise, they could say, you could say anything that you fucking want. You could yell fire in the, you know, the, a busy auditorium on the campus, yeah. you know. I feel like that's their private property. They can yeah. allow that.
1: To go to his, what you were saying, if you don't care if they yell Fire, but that could be punished under government because that's in kind of inciting, you're, create, you're create, creating you're, a disturbance and inciting a riot, yeah. Because people are gonna go crazy if you yell fire, I, in like, my, let's say, a movie
2: theater, yeah. You know? And that was the original example that I was pulling that from, but yes, it's, I would say that I, I was allowing that specifically. If I owned a private piece of property that, let's say, it was 500 acres and I built a bunch of bullshit on it, and we were all hanging out, sure, and I said everybody can do whatever they want here, then as far as I'm concerned, if somebody yells fire and and all of my guests die, then that's not really the government's business insofar as, you know, other than that, like, you know, the person who yelled it, essentially, you could maybe charge them. With, oh, my, my, my bottom line about it is that you should be allowed to set those rules within your own framework. But what the government does in terms of free speech, that is much more cut and dry in the sense that it shouldn't be limited in what you're able to get away with as long as you're not immediately calling for direct harm upon somebody. Well, that's what that and even that's is Well, yeah, they were were extrapolating upon it by saying that allowing these things to occur. But as far as I'm understanding with this particular case that we just watched, and correct me if I'm wrong because I have not followed it, but there was no particular person who was called out in that. Like, they didn't say, let's go and kill fucking, you know, Isaac over there. That was one of the things they were saying. Like, if
0: it's it's aimed at a particular individual, then that's considered harassment. That's not – like, if you have a group of – it's harassment. Yeah. It's, it would still be harassment if you're saying, like, let's get them. That's yeah. a little bit yeah. of a mistake. Yeah, I think well, that I think the
2: harassment should be, yeah. you know, yeah. a crime to some degree. You know, yeah. you shouldn't be going to like, fucking, you know, you shouldn't be doing that to some individual yeah. person or some small group of people. But they're but in also general- right
1: uh, to go in, like, it would be on a context and a kind of case-by-case basis because maybe, like, it's a— Harvard College, maybe somebody's out there practicing their oral speech or for some play that's going on, like they're doing a musical of like Schindler's List and somebody's got to play <laughs> Hitler. So they're just practicing their lines. Well, like that's illegal, and wow. Well, I mean, that's why it would be on a case by case basis that, you know, maybe this person doesn't Believe any of this? They're just yelling it because they're practicing their report or practicing for a play of some sort, you know.
3: This Mar- is this is where you get into the weeds on this stuff. Yes, perfectly sure you could do it case by case, but it doesn't. It's never that clear. A lot of times, it always comes down to interpretation, yeah. and you end up going in for these tit to tat type things. Like in a lot of this stuff, when you get into the provisionals of the First Amendment and stuff like that. It's it's really kind of complicated. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I would give this example, and I'll and I'll turn this back on myself for this purpose. But like, I use the example you shouldn't be threatening somebody who lives right up the road right that's not right that's presumably where you know the government well, th- well threats are different yeah well no that's yeah. what I mean though right free speech yeah. so I am a believer that you should be allowed to go and get up on your little podium in the you know whatever this neighborhood and say we need to go and kill all the Jews you know fuck them and I would like to think that somebody's gonna come up at some point and you know punch you in the face and you'll, you won't you will do that in this particular neighborhood again you'll try uh, you'll try your one, hand but... at another one yeah this, one's <laughs> this one would probably but, um, fly but but like that would that would be fine and that would fall within my framework of what's acceptable like the police should not roll up the government should not roll up and say hey you're not allowed to talk shit about the jews it's anti-semitic right i think that what that person is doing is very acceptable and at the same time and as far as the weeds go in that gray area you could likewise get up at that podium and be like we need to kill all the jews and there are some Jews living right on this block, some of them only 500 <laughs> feet away from our, are from where I'm standing, just a little bit to the north of here. Some of them even have red doors, and they drive Nissan rogues, and they're nearly right over there, and you basically paint a picture. So well, you do that, that that's what they're talking about exactly. in that case. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, now you're in a gray area yeah. where you haven't said it, but you've clearly said it. So it requires a human to diagnose what, what you were doing, yeah. Yeah. and that's the shady part, because now you've got a judge. And I don't trust judges. <laughs> because I'm Jewish.
0: But the part part of this discussion, as we go back to the college campus aspect of that, is that in that scenario, if you're saying, all right, let's gas the Jews. Mm. If you go ahead and misgender
2: somebody, Mm.
0: they're going to come down on you. Yeah. Well,
2: they come down on you for everything
0: now. They're going to come down on you for that, but is that an equal offense if you're going to say, gas the Jews versus you're a he, because it's a threat as opposed to being like, oh, I'm slightly insulted. Like
2: every, everybody gets insulted. Anybody. And likewise, though, you could say that you're slightly insulted. And I do agree with the essence of what you're saying. But at the same time, it's that anybody can be offended by fucking anything. Yes. You know, because it's like, I'm not offended by somebody being like an anti-Semite or something like that. That's your problem. You yeah. know, I don't really give a shit about that. But God knows there's a million Jews who are quick to, you know, jump up on the bandwagon and be like, you're an anti-Semite and we need to remove all of society from you or vice Vice versa. And that's know. where we go
0: into college campuses because most of the lack of free speech that comes on college campuses is due to people taking offense. Now, we played. I thought you ex- were going to say the Jews. No, I was going to no, no, no. agree with you. <laughs> no, we, we got to really calm down now with the threats to you know, Jewish people. I'm sure. <laughs> I think we've reached the top of our ticker on that yeah, one yeah. for this episode.
2: Well, I'm not done. No, well, this isn't going to air now.
0: <laughs> no, let's just have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i did not know that dan was i will not be censored that is very anti-semitic of you and i will tell my mother it goes against
1: this free speech
0: but on college campuses as i you know as i mentioned before you misgender somebody you're pretty much a piece of shit mm-hmm. and also when you have certain speakers come onto college campuses they have been effectively there was an episode of south park back in the day that the theme was terrorism works and yeah. if you threaten somebody enough then they're just like oh, all right we'll back down and that speaker can't come here yeah. and that also will go into free speech as well because all right i paid for the time to go to this college campus and speak my mind now people who have just threatened to cause harm to the people that go or to the speaker whatever that gets those people removed and their event removed from you know speaking on the college campus yeah
3: yeah i distinctly remember a couple of years ago that was happening a lot uh, what was it that guy that was on uh it was on JRE, uh, I can't remember. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I remember, like, Dr. Deborah So, I think yeah. there was issues with her. I tried to put myself into this mentality, because, like, I went to, like, a technical school barely for, like, a year. So I didn't really run into any of that stuff, but, like, it's very evident. It's incredibly apparent through the whole I- higher education system, and I'm sure even lower and in, in other industries and areas out there. Especially in the in the online age You get these very loud, like, minorities of people Mm -hmm. that can use that vitriol or their anger or whatever you want to put it, their voice to, like, interfere in pretty much anything.
2: I feel like, just to break it down, I feel like it's the unspoken thing about Mm -hmm. it. It's that we live in an age where, and maybe it's existed before, but right now we live in an age where people are fucking offended by everything and they feel like they shouldn't have to be. Right. Um, They feel like their being offended is forced upon them, like someone else is offending them, as opposed to themselves choosing to be offended, which is how I interpret that. And I think that that is something that I've observed over my, you know, handful of decades here. Yeah. That people are just, they feel like they should never have to confront an idea that's different from their own. Which, getting back to, like, the, should you be allowed to call for the genocide of a whole group of people? Yeah, I don't agree with it. But, like, how else am I going to understand anything about anybody else? If you genuinely feel that way, then I would like to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I'll probably never agree with you. You'll probably never agree with me. But I would like to learn from what you have to say. And that's that's what it is. It's that people have this quickness to shut other people out instead also, of hearing them.
3: Like, I don't believe one generation is better than the next or whatever. We're all here for the ride. 100%. But um, I think that with the much more easy access to being able to put your voice out into the world and it being – heard or interacted with by people who that would never ever happen without the internet and i guess it allows you to build these networks of kind of like these echo chamber type groups yeah. where you just reinforce each other in yeah. your in your beliefs and yeah it's i don't think it's different that people are more offended or not i think they're just louder
2: they're louder yeah. i what i would add to it though is also and i chiming in or tying on to your uh the concept of basically how quick it is and how easy yeah. it is now it's also to me it's like it's this macro scale of what's happening in the country and and presumably all around the world where you have tribalism now yeah. as the government is unable to deliver on its promises i guess we could word it that way then you find people looking for groups to belong to where they do fit in and they find these groups the, the whole thing goes together in other
3: ways. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, it's wild. So it's like, I remember, like, there's that Dunbar's number or whatever. No, maybe not Dunbar's number, but like the 150 number of 150 think, people, right? is, yeah. like, the amount of people. 150, that you could, 250. Like, yeah, yeah, something like whatever yeah. the number is. But it's like X amount of people. And now when you can actively interact with people, yeah. Millions of people. Yeah, the, yeah. Co-
2: the concept there being, correct me if I'm wrong, but just for just for those not familiar, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the concept behind it is that there's an optimal size of society that we kind of evolve for, and yeah. it's typically within the range of like 100 to 500 people. Something like that, And it's yeah. basically the idea behind it is that if you live in a society, a group of people that's that big, not to say that you can't interact with other groups, but that your particular community, if it's that size, then it means that you kind of know everybody to some degree or another, whereas obviously when you reach a scale that we're at now, well outside of those thresholds, and you live in the United States or pretty much any country in the world, you've got you know what is it fucking uh, three hundred million people here? Where are we at? Oh, United um, yeah, States. Like, yeah, yeah. three hundred and thirty uh... something yeah, like something that. Yeah. that. Yeah, yeah something of that note. So it means that intrinsically, obviously, most of us of Americans have met you know still five hundred people. Right. Say <laughs> so you don't know the people who represent you, so on and so forth, and so we've escaped from that. Now you have this desire to create an identity outside of this larger framework where we're all Americans, but the three hundred X that, that, you know, the 300 X million that we've got, we don't actually share a real relationship with. Right. And that's the fundamental.
1: Problem. Well, it's also easier to find those people that share your niche like beliefs. interests yeah. In yeah. and yeah. beliefs because when you're, when you're person to person, you don't typically be like, oh, huh, Christian, huh? You yeah. know, well, what, do you about, what do you think about, what do you think about hating don't? Jews? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well. yeah. But if you go to a specific chat room or site, you know, you're going to find somebody that's on your level. Room, of, uh, you're
3: dating yourself.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just for pedophiles.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh <laughs> well, no, you go on Twitter, you know, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, whatever was popular or at the time that you. You were could using go to a internet. subreddit that's yeah.
1: like I hate Jews, and I'm sure you'd be able to find it. Live yeah. Journal is, uh, is that what it is?
5: <laughs> yeah. No, I
1: don't know. <laughs> Uh, but you'll be able to find those people that you would be uncomfortable asking anyone in person about, but you already know these people are there. So it makes it that much easier to really get into whatever perverted deviation. When, when, you, don't,
2: when you don't have to put your face to it, yeah, it's a lot yeah. easier to interact with people.
0: And yeah. That's actually one of the things that Nikki Haley, she's running for president, unfortunately, <laughs> want, wants <laughs> to do. All. Yeah. And she said that, like, what, day one, she wanted anybody that is anonymous online to have to register their oh,
2: name. Yeah. Like there's that, nothing more Republican than that. Yeah, there's nothing
0: <laughs> no, There's no, nothing more free speech about having to register with the government. I, 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 but I've, I've read this in the out comics
2: there. before. And, and, and like, it listen, in my out.
3: intrusive thoughts, I've had, like, not to, to that, like, register with the government, but as part of the issue of, like, you can just send anything out into the void without consequence. Dan, I have a so, question.
2: Like, if she gets elected president, can I get a free barcode out of it? Yeah. <laughs> No, it will not be. Because honestly, I'm no. A, I'm you a will few get generations
1: attached. You now. will get a free barcode. It'll be tattooed on the back of your neck, and oh, she will
0: not all be president. Right. I'll take that. Yeah. No, definitely she, not no. be president. No, even Republicans don't like her.
1: <laughs> the only Republicans that like her are Republicans that don't like Trump. Yes. What does she look it, like? It's like fifty percent. At least say that little. I can. That's how, how like? I judge a president. Eh, mm. She looks like a Karen. I mean, yeah,
0: oh that's, God. That's pretty much uh we are looking at Nikki Haley right yes. now on the, we pulled it up right. on the big
2: screen and uh yeah she's on. I mean she's the best looking of the republicans that well no I'll take that back. She's the best looking of the people who are running for president right now. But what, that's what, not what the I that don't even says know says
3: she is.
0: Oh she's um I think she says that she's fucking uh Indian. Sometime. Why is
2: everybody's doing that now? <laughs> well, everybody's got to be a native american? No no, no 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 Indian
0: like from India. Oh. Oh wow. wow I right. don't see that at all. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I hate to judge a book me, by yeah. its cover, but where's her red this? dot? Yeah, let me punch this up real quick. They,
3: well. they really threw a lot of whitewash on that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually,
0: while we're talking about this, mm-hmm. it brings me to this point. Because when these kids were getting in trouble for, you know, calling for harm to Jewish people, and, you know, Ron DeSantis from Florida and a bunch yeah. of other governors were revoking, like, visas for uh, the kids that were going to these schools. Right, yeah. To, like, the, or part of the clubs. One Republican candidate, Vivek Ramaswamy— He's oh, like, no, you yeah. shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. In order He's like to ha-
2: Trump's right hand man. He's, though, he's kind of like, about, yeah, yeah,
0: he's pretty much running to be Trump's vice president. Yeah. But on that, he's absolutely correct. Oh, I agree with that. Because also, I agree. if you're going wearing? to. yes, all right. Yeah, that so. 1989 uh,
1: high school photo. Jesus yeah, Christ.
0: So it says here that she was an immigrant with chic parents. So. All
2: right. Yeah, so Looks there you enough. go. There you have it. Yeah, Yeah, there there you (laughs) go. I was
0: kind of hoping for a quip there. Yeah. (laughs) Now Moses is
2: just, he got lost
0: lost in her congressional portrait. Yeah, Yeah, I'm taking this off He's he's Ah. getting very distracted. What's going on under the bar there? (laughs) But one of the other points that you guys were making, you Moses in particular, was on social media. And social media, we've touched on this a little bit when we uh, we did that one episode. But Moses, you weren't here.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Social media, and I watch a lot of videos, and they're like, uh, they're all the algorithm I get. And, uh,
3: while your legs fall asleep on the shitter. Uh,
1: yeah, no. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just laying in bed. <laughs> it's like right after you finish like a little Pornhub vid, and you're like, oh, now what do I do? Oh, and you perfect. Just, just yeah. start wow. watching. Nonsense. Really
2: painting a picture for us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we don't do the uh, uh, mic tests. Yeah. those don't air. He draws the crispy blinds closed. <laughs> <laughs> They're crackly, crackly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <that's>...
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh, on a lot of these videos, they'll they'll—they're talking about somebody either committing suicide. They'll never say suicide. They say unalived, well, yeah, or can, they oh, just bleep understand. the goddamn word out. Yeah. And in that instance, I'm like, oh, what curse word did they use? Did they say fuck, shit, something? Well, that's the thing. And you can't it's just say like
3: death, suicide, kill, and it
1: doesn't make any sense to Gun, me because yeah, what knife. the fuck are you talking about? Uh, because I'm imagining these other words where it's like, <laughs> you know, oh, like where does fuck fit into this? The the rest of this sentence it doesn't. And I'm
2: like, now what are you talking about? And that's when I thought about fucking myself because I was so depressed. <laughs> oh well, that's usually what happens. Else- so Mike, you know what? It. I'm just so going to jerk off again. myself.
0: I know for a fact that on Twitter, if you say like death, dying, anything like that, and you're trying to monetize your video, mm. oh, it will yeah. get demonetized. Yeah, you'll get you'll get a strike for yep. that, which is weird because we use that word so. Carelessly now these yeah. days. Like yeah. we just say, like, oh, like you know, if you're a comedian, like, oh, I died out there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or if you get like or I bombed. Yeah, you bombed. <laughs> it's like, or- I don't
1: think he's taking out too many people with yeah. that joke.
0: But at the same time, too, like you could say, like, oh man, like if you're at a comedy show and you're laughing at whatever joke, you're like, Oh, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah. at that point, you're just we're now we're using this word indiscriminately, but you're still censoring it yeah. on something that I was um on the one platform that I'm
2: being told is
0: the one that has free speech right on it. right
2: <laughs> i was listening to a. Uh, I uh i was watching a youtube video the other day it was on something like whatever politics from overseas this that, or the other yeah. but the guy who was narrating it and it was subtitled because he, he had a pretty thick accent um but he's speaking in english he was from either ukraine or russia it was commentary on the war and he's just speaking about what's happening over there and almost like in every sentence there was a bleeped word now i had the subtitles but it was that the word that he was using it included like a syllable that sounded like gun or knife or sex. <laughs> he was saying a completely unrelated... Well, so it was picking up the individual syllable. And I was like, And I got so distracted by it because I was like, is this man... I was like half watching kind of yeah. thing, like doing other work. And then I get over there and I'm like, this was supposed to be like a political thing. And I guess the guy's just cursing up a storm, you know, and talking about some <laughs> That's right, yeah. unsavory sexual violence, you know. And I get over there and it's just... It was just editing out. It was bleeping yeah. automatically all of these like parts of words just as they sounded like it. So it, it begs the question of like, where does that end?
1: Where is the you line know? drawn
2: on Yeah, just... yeah. yeah
1: omitting or editing what people are... Saying because now I don't know what the hell he's talking about at all Mm -hmm. because they're bleep either bleeping out the words or using just dumb terminology to say the same fucking thing. Like, what is the difference between unalived and killed? Yeah, nothing other than one of them is fucking
2: stupid. And that, and that we have to, I think that to talk about that particular subject, when you're talking about what third parties like private enterprises do, like in this case, it's YouTube with what I'm talking about. We talked about Harvard and so on and so forth. That goes back to liability, yeah, which is that they don't want to allow you, like YouTube, I'll use that as an example. YouTube is not going to allow you to even potentially say the word gun if, God forbid, some fucking parent gets their kid shot and then they sue you for it, and presumably you have to pay out a bunch of money. It's easier for them to get rid of the whole concept of free speech, and then you just don't have that, but they're not subject to lawsuits anymore, So, which is, which is the government going along with the concept of that there's no free speech. So it still goes back to the government. In that yeah, they way. should yes. be protected
1: the way, under yeah. the fact that, like, it's just a venue. If you don't want your kids watching it, yeah. You know, parent your kids. And that ta- that takes me to when we
0: put out that episode about social media, we did get a nice little comment on Twitter. Again, supposed to be the platform for free speech. <laughs>
2: we were like, it's, oh, called, it's called X. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Or
2: are you talking
1: about meta?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It said something to the degree of corporations don't have to give you free speech. And in that regard, all right, moron, you've now given the government a corporate loophole to censor you. Exactly. And don't think that it's not happening right the fuck now or happened three years ago. The easiest thing in the world for them to do is, hey, we need you, Facebook. We need you, YouTube. We need you, Twitter, to start
1: cracking down on these kind of ideas. Corporations are people too, Dan, and they need to be protected
2: no government like a Republican. <laughs> no sensible no sensible government right or wrong no sensible government wants you to have free speech um. That's, yeah. that's the bottom line about it. Yeah. They feel bound by the law until they figure out a way to get around it in a real way to completely get rid of that aspect of the law. But until they figure out the means to do that, they have to find these other ways around it and yeah. corporations are 100% a part of that game that they play. And you as the individual have no recourse because you as the individual never have any recourse against <laughs> corporate America yeah. or the government that's arguably above them. It's not even corporate America. It's just corporations in general. They're
0: huge multi-billion dollar conglomerates. Exactly. They don't They do this all over the place, and they want to make good with all of the governments because that's more money and it's less hassle for them.
2: They do the same thing any country they go to. It it could be Iran, China, Russia, fucking England, or this country right here. The difference is the same. We talk about having free speech, but in reality, it's the amount of speech that your government allows you to have. Uh, So I would say that we're really no different than those other countries. But But we're
1: in America, and that's what really grinds my gears. You, America. Fuck you. <laughs> Another
0: Family Guy reference, courtesy yeah. of Loud and Drunk. Yeah. That is a copyright infringement.
1: Uh, I'm free to speak it. <laughs> free to speech it. <laughs> Make that a sticker. I'm going to slap that on a free T-shirt it. and go free fuck to to yourselves. It.
2: All right. That's going to be a part of our first product. <laughs> oh, oh okay, you're giving great. away too much.
1: Loudanddrunk.com slash merch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: going to have to be edited. That thing is not
0: ready. <laughs> But if you give governments that corporate loophole, then you have effectively neutered the First Amendment. And because what you were talking about, all these countries do that. That's the whole point of the First Amendment is that the government, this government, not the other governments, the other governments don't have a First Amendment, so they can get around it all they fucking want because they don't have to deal with it. First Amendment here is supposed to be the sacrosanct you know, amendment. Every And and they get around
2: it by using this corporate loophole. I'll give you the counter-argument to it, Dan, because you're right that that is true. It's very much so enshrined in what it is to, in our laws, and it's enshrined in in the concept of our governance, and it's what, it's a thing that Americans are very aware of. Other countries do have their own versions of that. They're typically not as stringent as ours. They're not as clear-cut as ours. But it goes to show you that the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, these things were written by lawyers. And the people who've been dissecting it ever since then, it's the same in every goddamn Country in the world, that you always have a class of people that write your laws that are equipped to do that. And likewise, those people are equipped to find out a way around that. There's a loophole to anything that you say or that you write. You can say anything to me, and if I'm smart enough, then I can figure out the loophole in that. Because Interpret the, as needed. Exactly. The language itself is fallible. So the concept behind it is what you're really arguing. So, in other words, our concept of what is free speech gets back to that initial, that original argument that we were having about what concept. Constitutes that. What does it mean to be free speech? What is that? You know, so on and so forth. So it's still entirely up to the interpretation of ultimately lawyers, the same types of people who sit in the Congress, you know, who are senators and representatives, the president, on and on and on. These people get to decide what that is, and they will decide it as it's best for them, working within the framework that they have. But there's always a way out of that framework. And you see it happen with every one of the laws that's written. There's a there's obviously a myriad of these things. And if you want them to work your way, all that you need is a few allies who are also lawyers, and you can make it happen.
1: You really think our president's got any real say (laughs) in any what's going on? You seen that guy? He's pretty old.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Really going for the low-hanging
3: fruit. (laughs) Old-hanging fruit. (laughs) Wizard on the
0: vine.
2: They
1: droop down as you age.
2: Oh. Uh, there it is. You.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get tired of that. <laughs>
3: that's literally just becoming a period for Moses' <laughs> things. <extent. laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You've got a, my sentiment about it would just be that you have to define what what constitutes free speech for yourself. I do think that it that the cons that we have it enshrined to whatever degree that we have it in our constitution, or our book of laws, so on and so forth. I think that that's valuable and has merit, but ultimately anybody can call it whatever they want. The the words themselves are fallible, and that's what it comes down to. The
0: words may be fallible, but the ability to speak freely is the ability to think freely. I agree. And 100%. so if you take that away, then I use this term a lot when I go to you guys and mm-hmm. maybe I have a wacky idea. Yeah. Maybe I want to quit my job. Maybe I want to do this. Maybe I want to, you know, move to Florida. Yeah. I don't know. Kill uh, the
1: prime minister of Malaysia.
0: Yeah, something like that. You oh, know, that's on
1: the cards, actually. Yeah. First you get the sugar.
0: then you get the power then you get the weeman. All right, we'll talk later. Yeah. That Hansel is so hot right now. Oh. So in these sanity tests... I'm not just talking to you guys. I'm thinking out loud. Because as I look at you, as I gauge your reactions to what I'm saying, and I'm also listening to myself at the same time. Oh, shit. I did not really think this through. Right. Or I'm like, you know what? They're not stopping Mm
2: me. And it actually makes some sense what I'm saying. (laughs) All all that I'm hearing out of this, Dan, is that you've got some dangerous thoughts. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe somebody should do something about that.
1: We need Michelle Pfeiffer for this dangerous mind. (laughs) Oh
2: you gonna it's, need. I think uh, Coolio's dead. Is Coolio so. dead? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. need to grow that, your hair. Well, now it. I gotta look that up. Yeah, he's that dead. happened. Yeah, Is he's he dead? dead. Yeah, oh dead. man, you I... need to look it up. There's <laughs> three people telling
1: you. <laughs> yeah, but that might just be your. Uh, and now you know, for our special of... guest, Coolio. Yeah. I knew it.
5: <laughs> dun 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 dun. Uh, he's
1: walking through the valley of death. <laughs> oh. No, nobody himself. gets that reference. No, no. nobody gets that. No reference. No, it's nobody. the same
0: reference I made. No. It's, it's the only song people know
2: by in practice. Yeah, nobody. Knows well, you don't know slide,
1: you know "Slide, Slide, Slippity Slide." Yeah. I forget <laughs> what the name of the song was.
2: But. Was that one, two, three, four? Fantastic Voyage.
1: Uh, I think it was Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. All right. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Free speech at work.
3: Good job. Dumb yeah. figured it out.
2: Yeah. Freedom. Huh. Crack His name is artist.
0: Read him the correct Moses about being dead.
2: Just wait until he's the president. That freedom's long gone.
0: Are you kidding me? It'll just be anarchy. <laughs>
1: yeah, you Most get all the, the freedoms, and you're going to have to live with them. Yeah. Because nobody's coming to save you when you're doing what you want to do. I don't understand it,
2: Mr. Speaker. He's been sleeping for six days. <laughs> it shouldn't be possible. I are
1: know, we talking about then, or? Uh...
2: I know we're making
0: jokes here right now. Oh, but we need a
3: little bit of levity, but yeah. bring us back down, Dan. But it, it
0: actually it actually made me think of something in terms of freedom of speech. Sure. Because a lot of people like to go out there and say that there are freedoms speech absolutist and that be and that sounds great but you need like an optimal amount of freedom in terms of that because as we've talked about if you go up and i threaten you i'm like i'm gonna yeah. kill you like oh shit yeah. dan's gonna kill me yeah like what am i gonna do like i gotta like get a gun or a knife or a stick or something yeah. like that or maybe i just hold my Gotta to exercise the second amendment <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's that's still a thing yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yes yeah.
2: It's, it's there for a reason. It's a, it's, it's a pillar. To defend against Dan right. when he goes on one of these free speech marches. Because <laughs> I won't be having that in my town. <laughs> Not in my town. Yeah, that, that sounds like, what, are you live in the, the town from Footloose? You can't speak or, or yeah. dance? Uh, I, I allow a little bit of dancing, but only on no, Tuesdays. No, dancing is forbidden. Yeah.
1: Dancing has always been forbidden.
2: Noon to 2 p.m. and that's it. Uh, <laughs> get much. it out of your PM. system. Too much. Yeah. All these rules. Yeah. It's for your own good, Justin. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep you safe that. from yourself. Mm. Everybody, yeah. cut. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: thank you, Kevin Bacon, for freeing us all.
3: With what you're saying, then, like the the absolutist thought, it's yeah. like there's part in like an ideal situation that you would maybe want to think that way, but like that's not what we have. Yeah. You know, it's, things are always more complicated than our yeah. simple brains will allow us to.
2: It's not, it's not practical. And, and yeah. again, I'll bring it back to that. It's the fundamental aspect of law. You make a law and it says this is not allowed and the things that aren't outlined here is not allowed. They are allowed, right? And that doesn't work. There's a myriad of gray areas. You need someone, a rational person, that the party's party agree with is rational to then discern is this okay or is it not? And when you've, and bringing it back to what we were discussing before, when your society is small enough, that can be relatively easy. If it's like, if it's, you know, the four of us and there's a disagreement amongst the two of us, there's two other people that we trust who are Mm. friends, et cetera, who can say like, look, Pete, you were an asshole. You Mm. know, Justin, you were an asshole. Fucking John, you were, whatever. And that can then be the means by which that tie, that discussion is then broken. When you've got 300 million people. Oh God. Wasn't he, he played like a duck or something? A goose. He was a good,
1: well, yeah. Well, yeah. no, Gilbert Gottfried does that for me. Yeah. Uh, Oh, he was
2: also he was also Iago. What? I'm
5: getting a lot of (laughs) use out of this button in this episode. It's going to get worn out real (laughs) quick.
2: That was worth the fifty thousand dollars we spent on it. Uh, But yeah, you you need that because otherwise, what you've got is you've got a a disagreement between two people. Where again, you know, I mean, one person could vary, and I'll bring it back to that extreme where it's one person says all of the Jews should be dead, and then there's a Jew who's like, I'm deeply offended and I feel threatened. That's valid. You know, I mean, both of those things, like you should if that's how you feel, you should be if you got. Hate in your heart, let it out, you know? (laughs) So the one person should be allowed to say that. And on the same hand, I understand how the person who's clearly targeted by that might feel very uncomfortable and want for that to stop. It's like reverse so, Care Bears. Wow, that's a that's a deep dive right yeah. there. I want to jump into that. One. Let all
1: the hate out do of your heart. Do you yeah. want to jump into that? No, nah, probably not.
2: <laughs> yeah. I grew up watching Care Bears on account of having a younger sister, so I'm I'm, gonna I'm bring sure this up that's with why. Her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe me, she wasn't
1: born for four years before that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, I got there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you need the you need some sort of a party to discern that in some way to, you know, basically determine. I mean, ultimately it's a judge. It's who's right and who's wrong. The problem is is that you don't have that neutral party anymore. And again, it goes back to in my opinion anyway, it goes back to that you have no relationship to the entities that are doing the judging.
3: Let's let's have a like a thought experiment on it. Like I don't foresee it getting better. Oh no. No, 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 no it's no. going to get worse. It's only going to get worse.
0: It's not going to get better because there's actually more of a call for it to get worse.
3: Yeah. That, that's kind of like my perception
0: of because it. Because bringing it back to the college aspect, so many kids get offended by shit these days that they're the ones that are like, "Govern me harder, daddy." So they're gonna like insist. It's <laughs> a weird way to word it, but I'm weighing it. I mean, that's <laughs> I'm, what, I'm gonna, gonna quote you yeah, on that one. It's, <laughs> it's, that's fine. It's it's, uh, it's not even my original thought by yeah, Dan. I love
5: that.
0: <laughs> totally. Quoting they just that. want it. They just want to be told what to do. Yeah. And yeah. when you demand that sort of authoritarianism, then you're of course
2: you're not going to be able to speak freely, and then it's going to you know hit everybody else. That goes back to the overall concept and i think that for me anyways this is like a basis of of like how you want your government to function it's safety versus uh, it's it's safety Safety versus versus freedom freedom. yeah Yeah. exactly you're always making a trade-off between the two which is why there is no right answer so you're always making that trade-off if there's people that you can trust then you don't need to think about that too hard but when you can't trust them as is the case today and presumably it'll be more of that case tomorrow and the next day then that question becomes more and more real because well, you is, are going to trade one for the that, other.
0: That takes me to, I think it's a Ben Franklin quote, a country or a group of people, whatever, that trades freedom in for safety, Deserve neither. deserves neither, and will get neither. Right, right? Yeah. yeah, and we will get, and yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And because yeah. that's that's true. If yeah. you trade in your freedoms, it's not impossible, yeah. but it's very hard to get them back. Right, exactly. So your Absolutely. ability to yeah. speak freely, if you trade that in because you're afraid that you might get offended by, you know, a fart joke or something, <laughs> you're not going to get that back very yeah. easily because once you cede ground to... To the mm. government and government will always work for its own benefit of course it's yeah.
2: it's yeah. not going to give it back and, freely and likewise it's the inevitability again personal opinion on this one but it's the inevitability of it because it's very easy to say freedom 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 is the most important thing to me it's more important than my personal safety maybe more important than the safety of my family and so on and so forth and you only have that mentality if you didn't have freedom at some point mm. and i mean freedom that meant freedom to yeah. you so we all grew up, as far as I'm concerned, with a certain level of freedom, certainly more freedom yeah. than many people in the world have, than the majority, I would say. Also, we grew up with an illusion of freedom. Yeah. We were we, we were brought up in this idea, and it still exists today, where it's like the Chinese have no freedom, but we have all of the freedom. We just have a monopoly mm. on that shit. Whereas I look at it and I go, we've got some freedom. The Chinese right. have right. some freedom, probably less than us. You know, but I mean, it, like when you look at first world countries, which... I'll I'll classify the Chinas and Russias and so on and so forth into that. Western Europe, maybe a handful of others. Well, you have some degree of freedom. And if you want to call that as much freedom as you need or want or whatever, then that's fine. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But the bottom line is that it's entirely arbitrary in that regard. And then getting back to that ultimate question is that once you have that or you think that you have that, then you begin to look towards just security. Because security is just the concept of maintenance of what I already have. Right. right, I don't want anybody to fuck with my shit because I already have it. I've got all the freedom, I got all the money, I got all the fucking things, even though we're really just getting peanuts, but that's fine. If it makes you feel good, then that's cool. But that's the trade off that exists until that gets eroded, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in some sort of a revolutionary scenario, and you're like, fuck,
5: I never actually had any freedom in the first yeah. place.
2: And now I need a gun. Well,
3: I mean that's the thing, I feel like it's become like such like a slippery slope type condition that it's just like sliding away. Yeah. And it's no. a
2: natural evolution.
3: Yeah. yeah. And well, like I get Hall about it, but it's like I don't, I don't know what to do about yeah. that. There's nothing. Individual. If there is anything right. you can right. do, yeah. there's nothing well, to do. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to elect a Democrat who's not going to protect your right, uh, freedom of speech, and mm-hmm. you're going to re- elect a Republican who's also not going to protect your freedom yep. of speech. We gotta launch
2: an intifada and kill all the Jews. <laughs> oh, wait, we, no, all right.
0: Uh, did uh, I just uh, get it as edited? Uh, yes. Yes. yes uh, yeah, all
2: right. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's not even the. F- <laughs> oh yet It's not even the first two minutes, is it?
1: Did we just start recording?
2: <laughs> no,
1: you just haven't been participating. Oh. Well, that's my freedom too. <laughs> the
2: freedom, not the freedom to, speak. to silence. Yes. <laughs> he does have the right to remain silent. Oh, yeah. well, I've never exercised
1: that because <laughs> yeah. I'm not big on exercising. Not effectively. I'm yeah. not. I'm not a big fan of exercise. But, uh, there it is. Yeah. There is and
0: now that you've made everyone uncomfortable, we can scratch that off the list of things <laughs> well, that you're make well us done. uncomfortable. <laughs> so in terms of talking about things that make us uncomfortable because free speech makes a lot of people on ca- college campuses and just in general because your ability to speak freely might offend someone because in order to speak freely and think freely, you have to risk being yeah. offensive. Yeah. What makes you guys uncomfortable? Figure. Social interactions.
3: Well.
1: <laughs> Second that. I was going to say figure skaters. I just don't like the way they spin. That's fair. You don't like the way figure skaters spin? No, it's just unnaturally fast. And it's just it's just uncomfortable. That's ice skaters, right? Yeah, figure skater is an ice skater, guess, yes. Sorry, right, I don't know. <laughs> all right, I, I didn't realize I'm that. I'm part I was black, part sorry. Well, no, there was the one that I always bring up. What I forgot what his name is, but I don't he know plays what you're hockey. Talking about oh, oh the here. one
2: yeah the one fucking there's like three black people. Was three? Oh, that's, that's neat. Yeah, there's more people that. than that in the history of hockey. Yeah. go on, Dan. Are there, Dan?
1: Are there? I know there's the girl. <laughs> the, the yeah you always mention
0: not on the podcast, <laughs> no, but you no. always mention that there was like a girl. Like, She's my favorite
1: the, player on Tampa Bay Lightning. And that I believe was like 20, <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah, well, I, that but was he's still got the posters on the wall. I do. It was her and um, Kathy Ireland.
3: Oh, that's a wow. weird combination. It's <laughs> wow. weird. You're really dating yourself. Yeah.
1: I didn't like that. Oh, oh yeah. that's another thing that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, Cindy Crawford's mole.
2: Uh, oh. You, know. so you know, really are dating yourself. I liked
1: lot, it man. on uh, Marilyn Monroe, but on Cindy, it didn't work for how me. How old are you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> what? That's all I got. You know.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. Um, so, like, oh, a lot of shit makes me uncomfortable. I just like play it like I'm dead inside, but everything yeah. makes me
2: insane. Yeah.
3: Social interactions, like if I don't know you, like you're the enemy to me. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, I don't want to yeah. deal with
2: you. I kind of feel that way. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's like I was at the uh, I was at the bank the other day on the note of things that make us uncomfortable, and I'm just piggybacking with. Oh saying. yeah, I absolutely. Feel, I feel exactly the same way. Social interactions yeah. are probably the most uncomfortable that I get. That's why I drink so much. And um, <laughs> I was literally about to say <laughs> that. Yeah. And uh, I was at the bank the other day, and they were like, you know, I just chit chat with them because I'm there often enough. And the guy's like, uh, he's like, oh. You know, like what are you what are you doing? You know, like you got to you got a shop somewhere. And I was like, Yep, I do. But fortunately, I don't have to hang out there. And he's like, Oh, you don't like hanging out? And I was like, No. I was like, A lot of people <laughs> go into that store, and I kind of like panic when they try to talk to me internally, <laughs> and I feel. But at the same time, like I feel really pressed, like presumably by myself and my upbringing, but also by society a little bit, like that I need to be on, like I just need right. to be like I need to make this look good. I can't let anyone know that I'm secretly an insane
5: person. Right. <laughs> right. So
2: I just like put on the same. So I told him I was like, Yeah no I'm incredibly uncomfortable when there's like a lot of people there I just don't know what to say and I'm increasingly panicking in my head and he said to me he's like my god you seem so social I never would have thought that about you I'm like I'm doing it when I'm here yeah I'm doing the same thing because you talk to me and he's a nice guy and I do like talking to him but it's like in my head I'm just like I have no idea what I'm supposed to say next so it's just like an internal kind of scenario like that
3: I have that all the time so Mm. it's like there are people that have the gift to gab and there are people that do not I largely am perfectly fine to sit inside. And not talk to anybody. Same way with me.
0: Yeah.
5: But
1: I also wear my crazy on my sleeve. So I'm willing to, I don't get uncomfortable very often, if at all. It's
3: like, I know that. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. But, like, I know how to play nice. I know how to make it look like I want to talk to you.
2: Yeah. But, like, I really don't. Yep. I very yep. much don't. I'm just going through the motions. I'm doing <laughs> what, what I think that you want me to do.
0: On this note, guys. Yeah. Can I tell you a little story about how I recently got very uncomfortable?
2: I would love to hear it.
0: So, I, for the first time in a while, I had to go back into Manhattan for work. Oh, wow. I take the bus normally because that's a little bit of a long haul. My car, she's an old lady, so I don't like putting on <laughs> it. Gotta the treat her out. nice. Gotta mm-hmm. treat yep. her nice. I want to get another, you know, 100,000 miles and not oh, have to yeah. get a
1: car for another 30 years. Yeah. Will the speed, will, will the uh, pedometer go that high? 300,000? The pedometer. The uh, yeah. pedometer. Well, <laughs> oh, only 300. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> what, what, you think it's 3 a million? pedometer. Uh, yeah, pedometer. I thought you were getting close to a million with that car. I, I've never known you with a different car.
0: Yeah, because I want to take care of her. <laughs> yeah. so, he treats her right, Mrs. So I go to the bus station. Immediately, there are like two uh, two cops on my tail. I'm like, shit, was I speeding? like Right. What's, what's going to happen here? Another thing that makes me uncomfortable, being tailed by the cops. Oh. Amen. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah,
1: that one does get me. Because you have to do a
0: roundabout to get to your uh, uh, parking spot correct. in this bus yeah. station. So as I go through the roundabout, they stop. So I'm like, all right, they're not after May, at least. <laughs> I park. I go and, like, you know, get the ticket, pay for parking, all that stuff. And I'm just standing there waiting for the bus. And I'm looking over at this one bus that was there when I got there. And the cops are clearly just talking to this one very hefty, like, large. Very (laughs) fat. Hefty, (laughs) hefty, (laughs) hefty. Very fat black man. And you know the cops are sticking around. They make him get off the bus. He's just he's he's talking with like the uh, a taxi driver that's there. I don't know what his plan was, but I also really care. It's None <laughs> right. of my fucking <laughs> right. business. Yeah. So as I'm standing there, like the 9:30 bus becomes the 10 o'clock bus because oh. I guess the 9:30 bus doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> um, another thing that makes me uncomfortable when the bus schedule is fucking wrong. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I think you're getting uncomfortable and angry mixed yeah. up.
0: No, <laughs> well, I mean that's they bold. often go hand in yeah. hand. No. So that's how I deal with my uncomfortableness. I just get angry. (laughs) That's Uh, what happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's one way. So get on the bus, sitting down, and this same guy gets on the bus, and he is just yelling. (laughs) He's yelling about Martin Luther King Jr., He's yelling about Rosa Parks. He's yelling about George Floyd for some reason. All the hits. people, all like all the greatest hits. Yeah. And <laughs> no he, Malcolm X in there. He called <laughs> the bus driver an Uncle Tom. Oh no! Which wow, I was, wow. Even, wow. I I felt bad for the bus driver. At that yeah, point. that's shitty that's to the, hear. The, yeah. yeah. And then guess who he sat that na- down next <laughs> to? <time>. Uh, <laughs> guess the, the blackest <laughs> man on the bus. No, yeah. <laughs> so he plops down. And I'm like, oh, God, this man is taking up half of my seat. Yeah, those seats aren't very big. Yeah. Another thing that makes you uncomfortable,
1: sharing a seat with a fat man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that happens on uh, planes, too. planes, quite
0: often. Cops come onto the bus. They prime off a second bus. Now, this cop is, like, just, it's not even like I'm going to arrest you. He's just, like, wagging Wagging his his finger, just laying into him. (laughs) And then the guy gets back on the bus, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going (laughs) to have him as a seat buddy for this whole (laughs) 90-minute at least trip. Seats taken. Yeah. If only. And also, by the way, this guy will not stop coughing. Oh, like he was just coughing the (laughs) whole way. It was great.
1: So (laughs) you were like in a Larry David skit. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: I'm describing (laughs) right now a Curb Curb Enthusiasm (laughs) skit. I
1: feel like I've seen this before, but go on.
0: (laughs) So – He's sitting there and also now he's not sitting still for the first portion of this bus ride. He's like moving around. Like he he's got to get that ass groove. Nice. Yeah. yeah, He's moving like oh, like his ass is right up against me at one point. <laughs> I don't he's like, like twerking on <laughs> it. <laughs> he's making that ass clap. Oh, oh Moses.
2: Oh, there it is. Nobody needed that. <laughs> no one did.
1: We're talking about being uncomfortable now. Yeah,
2: it's yeah, fair. I, I, I felt a shiver down
1: my stomach. <laughs> yeah. This is how I deal with it. Yeah, I make everyone else uncomfortable when I am.
0: At one point, because he can't stop coughing, he coughs and he taps me. By the way, does not talk. He is signaling me. He's just like, I'm making a motion right now. Oh, yeah, of just like it. a wrapping it up motion. Yeah, It's like Navy SEAL signals. <laughs> yes. like, yeah. They're like about to like clear a room. That, that was the whole thing. And I was just like, dude, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and then at one point, he refused to talk to me. He didn't say a word to me. Until a certain point, we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. I'm picturing um, you wearing, like, seven pairs of sunglasses at this point. <laughs> You're just pulling more out. <laughs> so, he showed me his hoodie because he had mucus all over. Oh, oh Jesus oh.
1: And you didn't notice that
0: before? <laughs> he was, like, I've got to talk into the
1: mic. <laughs>
0: he was, like, past that. Like, first of all, he kept falling asleep, too. So, like, every time we hit a turn, it would oh, go right so- into
1: uh, me. <laughs> that sleep apnea gets you. <laughs>
0: so i'm like oh okay you need something to clean that off so i (laughs) i i I go to my bag i had literally had just stopped on the way to the bus stop to get tissues so i so i just grab a handful i'm like there you go man after that he goes over to me again taps me and starts signaling and i'm like dude i don't know what you're doing so i'm like you know what i don't know why he's not talking to me so what i'm gonna do is i'm like just write it like i'll pull up notepad on my phone i'm like write down what you want Say to me, this is a, such wow. a crazy scenario. Wow! Yeah.
2: I immediately, I was thinking speed. <laughs> Keep this bus over fifty miles an hour, or else we're all gonna die. Yeah, like or are unalive
1: is, the ourselves. Bomb is hooked
0: up to his crake like ears. He writes Google, just Google. <laughs> oh my god! Man. On the notepad. So uh, I oh, it all makes sense now. I pull up the browser on my phone, uh-huh. and I hand it to him, and he typed in Ameritrade. What, what the fuck? Okay. Yes. So he wanted to trade some stocks with you. Like Pokémon. And I was like, do you want me to sign up for a marriage trade?
5: Is that Is
3: that <laughs> what Isn't that is like about? a
2: pyramid scheme? I, I I think it's just a
3: I know it largely a, by name an only. App I don't that you I think you just like
1: buy and sell stocks on or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's
3: something to that effect. Is it, I think
1: it's, it's like a Robin Hood I, of sorts.
0: I think it's owned by Charles Schwab. I looked at this. He actually like on my phone was t- <laughs> You know how they have the drop downs on Google? Yes. He was just Hitting those oh, and showing God. it to me, and I'm like, okay, man, yeah, I know I need to take care of my stocks a
1: little bit better. Is that, is <laughs> How that, do you, you, gotta you know that? you got to diversify
0: your bonds, <laughs> yeah. man.
1: How did he know that you had to do that?
0: And then at one point— He's good at reading people. And then after that, instead of using my phone again to communicate, he just starts writing the the letters in a sky. And eventually I figured out, oh, he wants a piece of paper. I couldn't tell initially because his P's started turning into D's. D's nuts. (laughs) Wow. I'm like, dude, I don't have any paper on me. I don't know what you want me to do. And then he does this. He holds up his (laughs) finger. He goes into his pocket and grabs one of the tissues. I don't know if he used it to clean, you know, any of nah, them. best not to yeah, dive yeah. down that rabbit hole. And so he wrote, and you guys saw this in yes.
1: pre-production. <sighs> that was a tissue, Jesus. That's pretty impressive that he was able to write it all is. of that on there yeah. and yeah. not
0: tear it. That's yeah. a steady hand. Yeah, he wrote a manifesto. Yeah. about how you shouldn't tell people how much you make, and money is power, and like how much. For, and then he, and then he went on to tell me how much he made. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got this amount of money, money, and like, oh, you call this number for this person. <laughs> His I'm cousin like, is Jennifer Williams. Yeah,
2: apparently. Apparently, <laughs> and, like, and honestly it's like I'm hearing this and I just want to know more about this man so like yep. where do you think he is did we I, get his number we have a number on that napkin or Moses that sounds like a Moses job <laughs> I'm gonna
1: have to call I call people all the time uh, I know
3: whatever <laughs> yeah alright hey, maybe we'll hook up your phone to the the roadcaster sometime we'll yeah. right. see what happens
0: and it doesn't even end there oh god we're Getting towards the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> oh, and then great. finally Where dreams are made. <laughs> <laughs> he starts talking to me. Whispering. Because I oh, guess oh, he yeah. feels like he's he can made trust it. you now. Yeah, he could trust me. The cat's a brown now. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's a <are> brown, Dan. <laughs> and then he I don't remember exactly what he said to me, but I remember two highlights. He called himself a mastermind. Okay. And then he also said some white lady can sign away his freedoms. Yeah. Okay. And any That's particular probably the, It's I, probably I the know. judge.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many of them there are around here, though,
2: but okay. <laughs> you know you're getting subpoenaed for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Honestly, we're all probably
2: getting yeah. subpoenaed just for, like,
1: being in the same room as that yeah.
2: man. I, I don't even know the man's name,
0: so no. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. The last piece of that that I can tell you is that at the end of the bus ride, this man— Just stuck out his hand like this to Uh, give me a fist bump. uh And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'll just give you a fist bump. (laughs) Meanwhile, the entire time, this entire 90-minute bus ride, I just wanted to watch a goddamn football game on my phone. (laughs) And he could see it. He can see, like, I have the phone, like, eye level because I'm trying to be like, all right, don't (laughs) turn your head downward and hurt your neck because you've done that for 38 years. (laughs) And that was the conclusion of our tale, guys. That is wild. No, Absolutely wild. He got off the bus and was in uh, Port Authority. It was just, like, standing there. Mm. Gave me a nod. I gave him a nod back. and just
2: (laughs) scurried away. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. While I do respect your struggle and obviously this man on the note of being uncomfortable, he lent a little bit of that to you and he stole you that football game and what have yeah. you. But this is a man who does believe in freedom of speech because <laughs> nothing, nothing was going to take that away no, from him. No. His freedom of speech exists everywhere. He took
0: he his causes. own freedom of speech away.
2: Yeah, yeah, because he's so comfortable with it that he doesn't need to exercise at every moment of <laughs> every day. There was
0: something on that napkin
1: about, like, weapons. There was something on that, right, Moses? Yeah. Uh, you saw that part, right? It was something
0: it's about
5: Oh, like, right um, well, he, he
1: made uh, $683,000 out of an 800000 amount that he already had was uh, the six. Sounds like he lost yeah. money. Well, no, that was the profit out of. Uh, he oh. made that not abundantly clear. From Just, talking
2: to Dan on the train. Or yeah. bus, no, this or is this f- from, uh, from
1: guns, drugs. Oh, but it was and- all legal
2: parties and broke parties. Oh yes, yes parties, parties in broke towns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean that's nice. A market I never thought of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, and I mean, broke towns have a lot of drug money. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there's probably money to be made there. Yeah. Cause they're all just looking for a good time. So why not throw a party and charge people? We might be missing the boat on this. Yeah.
2: Moses, you yeah. got the right look to just like talk to strangers on trains. Yeah. I just don't like talking to people at all. But listen, hear me out. If we play this game long enough, eventually the person that you sit down to will coincidentally be Dan. <laughs> 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 and
0: then I'll be uncomfortable all <laughs> over again. There's
1: one thing that I've learned in my Life is that it's never a coincidence me sitting next to Dan.
0: (laughs) What I will say to kind of like wrap up my story because I was, people were like, Oh, how you doing? when I finally got to work, how you doing? I'm like, I've had the weirdest (laughs) goddamn morning. (laughs) Like I don't know if this guy was trying to give me sound financial advice or sell me drugs. Yeah, like it's it could Can really it be, be both. It could <laughs> be both, but I don't know which one because it didn't seem like it was gonna be both. Yeah, you, you should have went with the drugs.
3: Yeah, you sent us a picture of this manifesto tissue and. I gave you all props for being able to read it. Yeah, I struggled Looking at it. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. So I'm reading, like, select words here and there, and I'm like.
1: It (laughs) took a minute to break that, because it was very hard to read (laughs) on a phone. When I had it in hand, it made it, it became very much more clear, like, the the words, not the understanding of them put together that way, but
3: multiple times. Oh, I see now. Oh, I get it now. And I'm like, uh-oh. But also, it was
1: still incredibly hard to read. <laughs> it was,
0: yeah. Because I was trying to read it on the bus. Well, first he was,
1: so, he was uh, writing on a tissue. He was, like, That's I'm, hard.
0: Uh, yes, I, I agree that it's hard to write on a tissue. But still, at the, at the same time, I'm like, dude, I, I don't even
2: know what the sentence structure is here. There wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll there, give there you really props wasn't. for engaging with that. You that know. Well,
0: what I mean, choice did he have? The, yeah. I really did, didn't have a choice. I was actually tempted to tell him to shut up when he first got on the, yeah. uh, on the bus just because he was making a scene. But I'm like, dude, what have you learned
5: <laughs> in yeah. life? Yeah. Uh, don't engage crazy. <laughs>
3: don't
0: engage crazy.
2: You disconnect from that. Absolutely.
3: Uh, yeah, you just so. got put right in the front row though, baby. That was that was it. That it was all for you. Yeah. All for you.
2: That sounds wow. fun. <laughs> that would make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but Holy that still shit. that still goes back to the same thing. People, yeah, be uncomfortable. Yeah. you know, yeah. It's never animals or trees or even buses themselves. I find them interesting. It's the people in the buses. It's the people in the forest. <laughs> <Not just a laughs> odd statement, but all right.
1: Buses are interesting. They, aren't can be. They? they can be. They're more interesting than most people. Yeah. Come back next week, so uh, we, we could talk about buses. Are we doing a bus episode? The whole thing, I'm buses. Way into oh, that. Can we do trains instead? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to skip that bus episode. Yeah. You guys can handle
0: that on your own. All right. Just train show train me this. where
1: the play button is <laughs> or record. <laughs> no, no
5: I don't it's know how the of it's this what an
0: yeah.
2: asshole button. <laughs> yeah. That's all you. Really oh, I know need. the orange. Whenever ones. you want to say something, you just hit that button instead. <laughs> my uh, goodness. I know lots about buses. I, you know I, lots sure about. It's... Oh my
3: goodness gracious!
2: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it though. I don't know why they're interesting. Uh, but, it, right. Crazy
3: begets crazy, so yeah. it's starting to slide. Here we
0: are. This is what happens when I don't have enough wine. Well, one thing that you should have learned in this episode, no lesson that I've learned, do not engage crazy. But you should engage with us. By subscribing to this podcast, leave us a five-star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure that you like, comment, share, and hit that notification bell. Follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you enjoyed this podcast, then become a Loud and Drunk supporter at loudanddrunk.locals.com and patreon.com slash Drunk. So, guys, we had a, you know, a robust discussion of freedom of speech Then I kind of just (laughs) went off on a tangent about my bus ride because that made me very uncomfortable. Another thing that made me really uncomfortable in general,
3: being in New York.
1: Well, it's never a good time. That's
0: understandable. Justin, what are your closing thoughts for this episode?
3: I think we had a really good conversation. We're not here to answer anything. We're not here to teach you anything, but uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. (laughs) Moses, closing thoughts.
1: uh, I've learned something here, and it's that uh, you do have the right to freedom of speech so long as you don't exercise the right to use it. As long as you're not dumb enough to actually try (laughs) it. (laughs) These are your rights, Moses.
2: I know your rights. I believe your name was George Lee. My name is George Lee. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure being here. And yes, uh, to follow up on what Moses said, I think it's very important that everyone exercises what they see as free speech, but also at the same time, be very careful to not offend people. There's no reason for that. You can always speak your mind, but at the same time, cater to every other human being's individual <laughs> whim. And there's nothing that stops you from doing that. So just be mindful. That's all. Otherwise, obviously, there are very real legal consequences. Rightfully so. And so, for justice. Moses and Mr. George
0: Lay. I'm Dan thank you for joining us and until next time these are your rights Moses
1: fuck no. you America know <laughs> <no> your rights
0: <laughs> <laughs> loud and drunk Good Bye. Night. <laughs>